Nikuda Behechola series four, volume nineteen, Nitzavim Sicha three, titled "Chooses Versus Taking." This week's Torah portion tells us, quote, This day I call upon the heaven and the earth as witnesses that I have warned you. I have set before you life and death, the blessing and the curse. You shall choose life so that you and your offspring will live. End quote. Upon this Rashi comments, he quotes the words, You shall choose life. And he comments, quote, God says, I instruct you to choose the portion of life. It is like a man who says to his son, choose for yourself a fine portion of my estate, and then directs him to the best portion, saying to him, this is the portion which you should choose for yourself. And regarding this, the verse says in Psalms chapter 16, verse 5, the Lord is my allotted portion and my cup. You guide my destiny. This is to say, you laid my hand upon the good lot, saying, take this for yourself. On this end quote of Rashi, on this Rashi, there are five questions. Number one, why does Rashi comment at all when the verse seems simply clear? Two, why the need of a metaphor? Three, why after the metaphor is there yet a need for a proof from a verse? Four, why, is the, why in the metaphor does the father, quote-unquote, directs him, while with the verse, God, quote-unquote, laid my hand upon? And the fifth question, why in the metaphor is the person being told, quote, choose, quote, while with the verse, he is being told, quote, take, end quote. Five questions. The foundation of this Rashi is the question the Torah already previously told us. And I quote the verse, Behold, I have set before you today life and good and death and evil, end quote. Hence, why is there any need for our verse at all? To explain this, Rashi focuses on the two words that this verse has, which the previous does not. Uvacharta bachayim, you shall choose life. And upon this, Rashi addresses a simple question. Meaning, to what is your mind? If we are speaking of someone who understands and knows that the way of Torah mitzvot is the way of goodness and life, then on his own he will choose life, and the verse doesn't need to tell him to do so. And if we are speaking of someone who does not understand and know so, then of what help will it be to tell him to choose this path? Therefore, Rashi is telling us that we are speaking of one who does not know on his own that the path of Torah and mitzvot is the path of goodness and life. Hence, the verse is telling him, you shall choose life. However, in order for him to trust that this is the good path and it is worthy for him to give up on the shortcuts to success, he must be assured of two things. That the one advising him, one, knows which portion is good, and two, that the person cares for him and wants him to get the good portion. Hence, the metaphor of the father and son. For one, a father cares about his son, and two, we are speaking of the father's estates, of which he is showing the son which is the best, and telling him to choose that one. 
When it comes to a father pointing out which is the best of all his possessions, even though the son doesn't know on his own, needs to be shown and then told to choose it, he does so only because he trusts his father. Nevertheless, trusting his father is enough. However, when it comes to giving up all other paths, and instead to choose the path of Torah mitzvot, not only does he not see that the path of Torah mitzvot are the good path that gives life, but he sees quite the contrary. He sees, as Jeremiah says, the way of the wicked prospered. Hence, Rashi does not suffice with the metaphor and continues with the verse. The verse says the word tomech, which means guide, but which literally means, as Rashi explains on that verse, quote, you placed my hand onto the portion, end quote, meaning that God is placing our hand upon the physical goodness of my lot, God's lot, showing us how it is the path to physical goodness and to physical life. And with this, we can understand the difference wordings of the metaphor with the father and son and of the verse concerning God and us. By the metaphor, the father can only tell the son, choose this. And ultimately, it is the son who must choose. However, God's telling us to choose life is not just God telling us, but rather God is placing our hand upon our lot. And being that God has made this our lot, with which we are intrinsically connected with, hence there is no choosing that we need to do, but rather all that there remains is for us to take that which our hand is already on. Now, from this Rashi, we learn out a halachic Jewish law outcome. There is a legal issue that Rashi is clarifying for us as well. If two partners agree on splitting their partnership according to a lottery, meaning that a lottery will decide who gets which half. We find opinions that the lottery only chooses who gets what. However, each's actual acquisition of their half is only through them taking their portion. Not so when it came to dividing the land of Israel, which was through a lottery that God commanded to perform. Here, everyone agrees that the lottery itself makes the acquisition. Hence, when the father is telling the son which is the best portion, the son must still choose it. However, when God says that this is my lot, this not only chooses it for us, but actually acquires it for us. And hence, the language is, placed my hand upon the portion. And now all that is left is for us to take what is already ours. And there's a mystical lesson from this Rashi. The wine of Torah, that's the words used to refer to the mystical lesson. The wine of Torah hidden in this Rashi is that, there are, that these two concepts of, by the father-son metaphor, sp- metaphor speaks of A, good portion, and B, choose, versus the verse of God speaks of A, good lottery, and B, take represent two fashions in which we can affect upon ourselves the you-will-choose-life. Fashion one, we use our reasoning and logic to understand that Torah and mitzvot are the good portion, as it is known that portion mystically refers to when we serve God according to our logic and understanding. 
And here, because ultimately we see two portions, hence we have to choose one, and we choose the one of Torah mitzvot. The second fashion is our connection to, and hence our choosing of. Torah mitzvot is above and beyond any rationale. Just as a lottery, the verse refers to it as my lottery, is not about a rational choice, but one of an quote-unquote essence connection between the choice and the chooser. And on this level of connection, there are no two paths from which he must choose one, for he sees but one and only path for him. Hence, there is no choose to do, but only to take.